Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan. I don't care how old I get or how old my youngins get. I can't escape being a father, and trust me, I don't want to. There are just certain moments in time where I need to have a dose of connectivity with my kids, where you know I can talk to them, laugh with them, maybe advise them heck even they advise me sometimes remember i'm a college professor i don't understand the generation i'm working with right now thankfully i've got a college student that is my son he helps me but you know i wait for those calls he calls me several times a day my daughter calls me i talk to my grands i cannot imagine going 173 days not knowing 
not knowing where my 17-year-old angel is. There's no way I can really fathom that. But Valerie Tyndall's parents had to endure that. And the really chilling part of it is that for those 173 days, her body was buried beneath the ground less than 100 yards away from their front steps. I'm Joseph Scott Morgan, and this is Body Bags. Dave, we love those babies. Hard to get past that. Don't want to get past it. I, I, it's hard to take the measure of the grief of a parent. You know, when you're out of touch with your kids, it's a hand-wringing moment in time. I guess some people are, you know, will say, well, they're on their own. They're, they're out of the house. But we're talking about a 17-year-old here. They're not out on their own. We're talking about a 17-year-old high school student who, by the way, I have to state this, Valerie's parents had moved to the town of Arlington, Indiana, in order, in their words, to get away from the crime that apparently, according to them, infest Indianapolis. They wanted to move to this safe, rural location, and they got away from Indianapolis. But once they lighted in Arlington, you know, all hell breaks loose. They can't find their Interesting daughter. Interesting that yeah. so many of the stories that we do, Joe, are out in the country where you think everything's safe. Never expected anything like this. We hear that a lot. Yeah, a different level of horror, isn't it? it? It almost makes it more horrific, I think. It's the introduction of chaos. Chaos is exactly what Patrick Scott brings to Valerie Tyndall's family. You know, Valerie Tyndall worked for Patrick Scott for about two years. Uh, she's 17 years old. He's 59. And Valerie's mom said that Valerie Tyndall and Patrick Scott had a very close bond. They just clicked. And mom says she wasn't really worried about the 59-year-old Scott and her 17-year-old daughter until she noticed that Patrick Scott started acting like a jealous boyfriend with regard to Valerie Tyndall. Bothered mom a little bit. Wednesday, June 7th, Valerie says she's headed to work. Mom says, really? Because Valerie doesn't usually work Wednesdays. So mom was worried. That afternoon when Valerie Tyndall doesn't come home from work, her mom reaches out by cell, tries calling, goes right to voicemail, tries texting. There's no reply. She calls Patrick Scott, and he says, she wasn't working with me today. Immediately, on the phone with cops, we've got to file a missing persons report, and they begin the search. It's five months later, five months, and Patrick Scott has been caught lying to police several times. Five months of searching, and Valerie Tyndall's body is found inside a homemade box, a coffin, and buried less than 100 yards from her family's back door. Hang on, let me do the math real quick. 42 years. Yeah, 42. He's 59, she's 17. 42 years. You think about that. Why would you, other than wanting to maybe help a kid that you, you see maybe has some potential, maybe you see something in them where they might be a hard worker. But beyond that, why, why in the world would you have any interest in a 17-year-old child, because she's child. She's child, Dave. Uh, I, I don't understand it. And let me say one more thing. I, I was talking about the, the beauty of, of, of being, you know, in kind of a more isolated area. You feel safe. My contention always has been, I, I don't believe in the image of, 
of the devil that we have in our brain where he's cloven hooves and a long red tail and horns and all that. I think the devil shows up most of the time and is, is something that might be attractive. I, I think that that's what it can, and, and attraction can come in any number. It, it can come with the comforting of parents, you know, to let them know, Hey, you, you've landed in a good place. We're right here. I've got my granddaughter here. She's your daughter's age. You know, everything's cool. Hey, you want a job? I got a job. I got a job. Oh, yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll take her out to dinner every now and then. What in the hell is a 59-year-old man doing taking a 17-year-old out for dinner? And they did go to dinner. Now, yeah. Patrick Scott claimed it was just a thank you dinner. That's all it was, just a thank you dinner, just saying thanks. But when you start adding these up, Valerie Tyndall's mother, Sherry Sandifer, said that Patrick Scott started acting like a jealous boyfriend when it came to Valerie Tyndall. Add that with Sherry Sandifer told WRTV that someone else overheard Patrick Scott telling Valerie Tyndall that he was planning on taking her out to a, to lunch someplace special in Indianapolis, and he did this just hours before she vanished. If you're going to do a big thank you dinner or lunch, then you're going to invite her mom and dad, Her, uh, you're going to invite your granddaughter. If it's just to say thank you, somebody else is coming. It's not going to just be the two of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's, that's the key here. But interestingly enough, this fellow, he flips this script around. And he's saying, essentially, according to the police, he confessed. And he confessed to this. And in his confession, he's making the statement where this is the ultimate in victim blaming to me that you're gonna, you're going to put this on on the uh, on the shoulders of a 17-year-old child and we know this Dave you and I have covered a lot of territory with one another we know this the dead can never ever defend themselves I'm Joseph Scott Morgan, and a big shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. I live in an area where allergies are a day-to-day -day issue, and finding an over-the-counter option for relief is like the holy grail. I use Astapro, and I strongly recommend you give it a try. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray, and it's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Years ago, when I got out of my field full-time, I was diagnosed with PTSD. I had sleep disorder. I had depression. And for me, I had to turn to someone to talk to, somebody that could aid me along the path to healing, to restore me to that person that maybe I was at one point in time, to make me better for not just myself, but my family. If you're thinking about therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can do this anytime that you like. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bags today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com slash bags. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'd thrown up a number when we first started off. Days upon days upon weeks upon weeks that Valerie, 17-year-old Valerie Tyndall, was missing. The way the circumstances are kind of playing out in this case, and again, I want to tell everybody, this is an ongoing investigation at this point in time, but what has alleged to have happened was that she vanished. She vanished. Valerie just vanished into thin air after having last been seen in his company or approximating his company. And and remember, their homes, their homes are, like I said, about 100 yards apart. That's a football field, Dave. That's a football field. The Scott home is about, is behind, technically speaking, from where the road is. It's behind the Tyndall home. Now, to get to the timeline, Valerie Tyndall, last seen June 7th, she tells her parents that she's going to work for Patrick Scott. Going to work just like normal. She vanishes, and within a matter of days, you know 
Patrick Scott is going to be somebody they're going to look at. You're always going to look at the last person with the person who's missing. On June 10th, Indiana State Police issued a silver uh, alert for Valerie Tyndall. October 11th, cadaver dogs search Scott's home and indicate a body somewhere. That's October 11th. The police keep coming. They search his property. They are looking everywhere. They're not really showing their cards, but it's enough for him to know he's not just a suspect. He is their main suspect. The last person with her. Uh, October 12th, police spot disturbed earth on Scott's property. Now, you've been down this road many times before with investigations. How do you tell when dirt has been, if you've got a lot of property, how do you tell? Old timers used to refer to it as turned earth. And yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely different. When you think about the what we refer to in death investigation and specifically forensic anthropology, uh, when you're looking at the taphonomy of soil, and that's all the composition of the soil, the surrounding area. If there is activity that's going in or going on around there, you it's very simple, too. This is, again, we're not going to the moon. You've got an area of, of turned or disturbed earth where there is little or no packing to the soil. And you can look at it and contrast it very quickly with the other surrounding area, which is most of the time very tightly packed. I hope that everyone, if you live in a, a standalone residence or, you know, or maybe uh, in, in your backyard, you've got a flower bed. Okay. And then you look at the rest of your yard where it's distinctly packed down where you're, you know, you got grass growing, you got a lawnmower going over the area with turned earth. If you've got a flower bed, for instance, you'll see clots of earth, clots of dirt, and also one of the biggest telltale signs, and this is what they saw. They did. They actually did a, a drone flyover, Dave. And one of the things that you see are not necessarily what you would think with earth being mounded up. It's actually these small little depressions there in the soil. And these can be spotted pretty quickly. Even from the air, you'll see that little bits of earth in very specific spaces where the soil appears to have a sunken appearance to it. And I don't know if this is any great surprise to you, Dave, but I gotta, I'm going to say something here that sent a chill up my spine. That is that they did see evidence of an area in his backyard of disturbed earth. But Dave, they also said that they saw multiple areas of disturbed earth on his property. Now, when I begin to hear that for me, and I think about an older fella who has taken the life of, uh, by his own admission, according to the police, of a 17 year old. And you've got a relationship that is, let's face it, it's abnormal. And yes, just so we understand, there are certain things in life that are abnormal. Okay. It, this is not a normal set of circumstances. You begin to think if you've got multiple sites of disturbed earth, my gosh, man, what else could I, 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 to this point, are there more bodies know. out there, Joe? Tell if you me like that one, I'll give you one more. 
locals were involved in this investigation, as are, I say, are currently locals are involved in it. State police are involved in it. They've had, are you ready for this? 40, 40 FBI agents involved in this case. You do not get 40 FBI agents involved in anything unless they're highly motivated, where they're thinking there's more to this. And it just, I was gobsmacked when I heard the number of recent, because, you know, you have to look at that. Let's look at it in, in dollar signs. And we all know, <laughs> if you look at it from dollar signs, you know, the government, you right. know, this seems like Very they'll spend expensive. money on anything. But when you think about the manpower that's assigned to this, I, I don't even know I, where would you go to get 40 FBI agents in the state of Indiana? Well, that tells me that, yeah, they probably have field offices that are involved in this. But when you start to get up into those numbers like that, you're talking about potentially bringing in specialists from other locations. Certainly, their evidence response team is probably out there. That's the famous ERT teams that come out and do this. And I don't know if they've got other assets that may have descended in this location from Langley, perhaps. We don't know because nothing has really come out relative to that. And the feds are notorious for keeping their mouths shut. Mr. Scott was charged in June with providing false information to police after lying about the last time he saw Valerie Tyndall. He uh, allegedly told police that he had dropped her off in town of uh, Homer, which is located about five miles south of Arlington, and that he had got, she had gotten into a car with an unknown person. That was his first story to police. You know, you're the last person with her. What did you guys do? They knew that was a lie. So if you've got the next door neighbor, a 59-year-old man, who this young woman, mom says the uh, the relationship seemed odd. He seemed to look at, at her like he's a jealous boyfriend. Police are coming down on him, but that's it? He lies to him and that's they don't do anything? Well, two months after that, in August of 2023, uh, the Rush County Sheriff's Department said investigators, quote, believe it is possible that Valerie has been receiving aid from an individual or individuals whose goal is to keep her hidden. I remember covering this and thinking, somebody, it, did she run away on her own? First things first. Did she run away and now somebody is helping her stay gone? Or did somebody kidnap her and they are hiding her away because somehow these the police believe she is still alive at that point? I'm just curious. You've got a 59-year-old next-door neighbor that she works for who the mom says he's too close to her. He kind of acts like a jealous boyfriend. Then you got the police saying, we think somebody's helping her stay hidden. I have to wonder what the police were actually, you know, were they being truthful when they said that or were they laying breadcrumbs? Were they trying to bring this guy out? Uh, yeah, and I don't know. My gut reaction is to say that that is probably the case. There's a sad side to that, because if that's what they're putting out in public, I wonder if that's what they're telling the family. Because in making that statement, you're providing the family with something you can't back up, which is hope. Tangible hope. Yeah, hope. And, and, and that's, a, that's a sad, sad s set of circumstances to even consider. I think it's the worst of worst. investigation, Joe? Yeah. Would they sit the family off to the side and say, hey, we're going to put something out in the public? Would they do that with the family? I don't know. That's 
I think that it, it could happen. I'll put it to you that way. All right. It could very well happen. How in the world, you know, if you're a parent, you can maintain restraint during that period of time. Because I got to tell you, I'm going to the closest microphone I can find. I want my baby back home. I want to be able to wrap my arms around her. And in this case, uh, I think that they were attempting to exhaust every resource that they had. But it seems to me that they knew something early on and that they had pegged Scott back when this thing initially kicked off. Because, you know, you you I don't know and we don't know a lot about the family dynamic yet. We do know there's one um, assertion by by her mother that she had had trouble when she was younger. So what was that trouble? What was the nature of the trouble? I think that a lot of this will eventually be revealed um, and we'll, we'll know more. Uh, but to this point, we don't know if that had, had she ever run away before. And I think that that's something to consider because, look, I mean, face it, kids run away every day. So if you've got that kind of uh, background, they're going to look at that. They're going to say, okay, is this an, is this evidence that she has perhaps, if she's previously run away, perhaps she's done this again? And they're going to exhaust that. But, you know, as time moves on with this case and over these low, these many, many weeks that she's been missing, we're, we're talking about from... June of 2023 up until they have recovered uh, Valerie's remains in November of 2023, uh, they've had to exhaust everything till, and it's, it's kind of a narrowing from the perspective of an investigation. You're trying to, uh, you're trying to get rid of any kind of outliers that might not, that are going to take you down, um, a dead-end path, and I think all paths at this point at least lead to Scott. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I've had so many families over the course of my career say to me, I want to see the body. I want to see the body, Mr. Morgan. And I'll try to tell them, no, no, you can't do that. Uh, there's too much trauma or your loved one's remains are so decomposed. And you know what mothers always say to me, Dave, in those circumstances? They always say, I want to see my baby's body because I know that I will recognize my baby. I would recognize my baby under any circumstances. And as it turns out, with Valerie, they did find her body, but there was no need, there was no need for the mother to see her in the condition in which I believe that they probably found her, because they were able to identify her in a very unique way. Actually, the first point of identification along this uh, horrible story was the color of her fingernails. According to the documents, an, observe, an officer actually observed the human remains located within a box. And he described instantly spotting orange fingernails on the deceased body. And that was it. For all the police there, the search was over. They knew right then that that was Valerie. Granted, you know, you're going to have to go through all of the other. You have to identify this positively. And they have done that now, but it was the fingernail color or bright orange that matched a photograph they found on social media that Valerie Tindall posted on June 7th. So now we're looking at this day and time where the body found on Patrick Scott's property inside a homemade box constructed of two by fours and strand boards. A second box was located that contained papers and old VHS tapes. Within a matter of days of Valerie Tyndall going missing, Patrick Scott's barn garage burned down. 
that seems awfully suspicious to me, Joe, that all of a sudden you have a major fire where we know a missing 17-year-old spent a lot of time. Yeah, I didn't. You know, remember, he had a lawn service. And so you would think that he'd probably keep his equipment probably approximating that area or uh, within that, that structure. But he was actually seen, Dave, taking apart or disassem- disassembling the barn, which I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've disassembled buildings, outbuildings before. It, it's no, you know, it's no... It's not for the faint of heart. It takes work to do this. But to go to the trouble to dismantle the structure that's been on the property and then to set fire to it, you know, I think any reasonable investigator would ask the question, what, what's going on here? What, what was the purpose of this? Were you planning to erect another structure? Um, did you have a burn permit? You know, all these sorts of things that, that they can look at and try to understand. And then how does this area approximate the area where she was buried? Was the debris then placed over the top of her remains or where her remains were found? Um, and I had a thought about this. You know, when you're talking about cadaver dogs, I'm really wondering, and we all know what burn debris smells like and structure uh, materials, they they have a unique smell when you burn them. It's not like going out in the woods and just collecting firewood because they're treated. You know, you've got other debris that are in there and it's got this unique smell. I wonder if somebody would utilize this in an attempt to mask the smell of decomposing remains. I, I wonder if that might be the case. Uh, for something like this. I didn't think about that until right this minute, as you were saying that, Joe. Didn't occur to me, but we all know that human remains, the decomposition, it has an odor that is very unique. Once you smell, I hate to say this, but when you smell a dead body, you know immediately what it is, and you'll never forget it. You know, I thought about this, and I'm thinking, you know, if you were to be the type of person that would go out and actually kill a 17 year old and you're wanting to mask it, you know, how better to do that? Because maybe you're wise enough to the point where you know that just burying them will contain building a container and wrapping them in plastic, by the way, is going to be insufficient to the task. Even if you put them beneath the earth, you know, you've watched enough TV to know that dogs are smart and they're wise to this sort of thing based upon their spectrum, which they smell. So you're thinking, you know, is that a possibility? Is that something that happened? But Dave, I got, I got to back up for a second because I'm, I'm really intrigued by this idea that they found this other, and it is a separate adjacent box, which Scott allegedly claimed that he had been putting stuff in since July, I think. And what they found in there, you stated, were miscellaneous papers and VHS tapes. Now, I got to tell you, my kids came up in the 90s. I had more VHS tapes than I can shake a stick at. I mean, tons of them. Um, and because we, they watched them constantly. VHS tapes are fragile. And if you're going to burn something, if you're going to have a fire anyway and you don't want it around, why aren't you going to burn VHS tapes? Why not? I mean, they're, they're easily enough destroyed. Why, why would you 
create a separate vessel, if you will, in order to contain them. Why would you value VHS tapes so much and these miscellaneous papers, whatever those are, but why would you value those tapes so much that you would put them into this separate vessel and bury them and hold on to them? We have a story from Patrick Scott. That's the only story. We do not know cause of death. No. Yet. We don't. All right. What am I going to find? He says... Valerie Tyndall, the 17-year-old, came to his house and came on to him sexually, made a pass at him because she wanted to blackmail him over buying her a new car. Yeah. She wanted him to buy her a car. And I'm trying to figure out exactly, you know, what because if she was going to blackmail him, as he suggests, there would be no need for any kind of sexual activity between the two. She would merely just claim it, and that would be the end of it. Yes. So this is your default position. If you have a 17-year-old that approaches you with this proposal, I'm going to say that you tried to rape me or have a, a sexual relationship with me in order to get you to purchase. So your default position is, and this is by his own admission, Dave, he takes his belt off, which was, I guess, holding up his trousers, wraps it around her neck, allegedly, according to him, and begins to apply pressure with said belt to her neck until, according to him, this is his words, quote, she quit. What, what does that mean? She quit. She quit advancing. She quit threatening. Or... She quit breathing. So that's your quit living. That that's yeah, quit living. That that's your response. You're you're not running out of the room and screaming from the housetops. Um, you know that this this young girl is trying to blackmail me or do whatever. No, your response is to take a belt off and wrap around her neck. Here here's here's the really bizarre thing. According to the police, he's still wearing that belt. Oh yeah, he put it right back on. Put it right back and on. Ha- and continued to wear the belt. And for me, you couple, let me just go out on a limb here and uh, let's just say a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, hypothetical circumstance. You've got an individual that is interested in taking the life of someone, let's say a teenager, and you want to memorialize them in some way because it's what you do. And so you want to hold on to the instrument of death and not just hold on to it, but wear it to hold up your trousers. And and you're going to retain VHS tapes as well and bury them, not some distance, Dave, but immediately adjacent to the remains of the 17-year-old that he has alleged, by his own words, he is alleged to have killed with said belt. Uh, Something's not adding up here for me. Here's the problem with this story. The alleged killer says that she was coming on to him sexually and that she was trying to blackmail him into buying a car. So he was so put off by it. He was so disgusted by her play for him sexually that he wrapped his belt around her neck and strangled her if 
her play is to blackmail him into buying a car, she wouldn't have had to make a play for him sexually if, if that was the end game. The end game isn't that she has sex with you and you, you know, then she blackmails you into buying a car. That doesn't play right because he's claiming that they didn't do anything. I'm saying, is there going to be proof now, Joe? This five months later, her body is right. wrapped in a box. I'm assuming that her, because they could tell the fingernails were bright orange, that this young woman was not burned in the gar- in the fire. No. That her body is, it's going to be decomposed somewhat, but could they determine? Uh, not somewhat, su- significantly. A lot. Yeah, for folks that have, uh, I've spent time in Indiana in the summertime. It's hot. It's humid. She went missing back in June. And here's the other thing about the degree to which she was probably decomposed. She's wrapped in plastic. And so what does plastic do? Well, we know that if we wrap anything in plastic, uh, the item that is wrapped, well, the plastic sweats. So that creates humidity. It retains heat, too. It's going to promote ongoing decompositional process. I would probably state that at least some of her body contained, even though it was contained, some of her body was probably skeletonized to a certain degree. Now, that doesn't mean that her body was disarticulated or anything like that. It just simply means that over a period of time under this intense heat, because there would have been heat, even though she's buried in the earth, because of the containment of the body, the body is uh, is breaking down. And in, in this environment with the kind of this wet, humid environment contained within the structure that he, by the way, has created with screws. He's actually screwed this thing together, according to him. Did he make it just for the purposes of putting her body in it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That He did. He structured this thing. And it's, it's like a homemade coffin, right. I guess. Let me ask you this, Joe, because uh, there were disturbed areas all over his property. Police served 50 search warrants related to this case. 50 search warrants over five months. We know they found areas several areas disturbed on the property. Is it possible that he was taking the box that he made for Valerie Tyndall and moving her body around on the property? Wow. I haven't, again, you hit me with that one. I haven't considered that, but that's, that's a heck of a risk because, you know, every time you remove this structure that contains Valerie's remains, first off, you're drawing attention to yourself, not only in the removal, but also the digging of another hole that is sufficient to the size of this thing to contain it. And if they've got multiple disturbed areas, is that what was going on? Was this, was he bright enough to go out and just randomly dig holes and then cover them back up to throw people off the scent? No pun intended. That would make sense though, wouldn't Uh, it? Because they found all these disturbed areas, and if they're out there looking at disturbed areas and the police get all excited about it, we think we found something, and they get out there and it's nothing. After a while, you know, you, I don't know. All I know is what he's telling us, and his story makes no sense. That 17-year-old girl was not hitting on him. That 17-year-old girl might have been talking to him in a nice way. Maybe they did bond, according to her mother, that they had a relationship. But if this 17-year-old girl... His story makes no sense to me at all. The alleged killer story. 
It just no. doesn't fly. No, it paints him. He, he's defending himself, Joe. He is preventing this 17 year old woman from overpowering him to have sex with him so that she can then blackmail him into buying her a new car. Yeah. And even per his statement, Dave, that he has made, he, he states that Valerie began to take her disrobe, to take her clothes off. And again, that doesn't marry up with someone that is attempting to blackmail. We all know nowadays there's people that are falsely accused all the time. And that doesn't necessarily mean that anyone disrobed at any point in time. All you merely have to do is make a statement. Okay. This individual did this to me at this particular time. But at the time of our recording right now, I can tell you this. Valerie's remains are apparently so decomposed or at that point where they are still trying to validate, perhaps, what Scott has stated as far as the cause of death. They have not come out as of the date of this recording with a definitive cause of death for her. We're going to keep our eye on this case and just kind of see how this develops, see if the state police or the local coroner comes out with a statement that says definitively that they can confirm what he has stated because they're going to be looking for specific things. I'm thinking that it is going to take much more time than perhaps some of the authorities thought that it might. Because if you have a body that's been down this long, sometimes you lose evidence. I'm Joseph Scott Morgan, and this is Body Bags. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.